0: Back, it's freedom empowered. Your hosts here, myself, Mason, and my best buddy Nick. Uh, I would say welcome back to another episode, but I think I'm gonna try to get away from that because I, I don't, I don't know if I think of them as episodes. I think that because I think that even though we do touch on a different topic every time, it's more of a process. You know what I mean? Because I think at least for us and our progression throughout the podcast we're definitely making gains so if we're making gains I would assume that you guys are too and therefore it's no longer just an episode it's not although it is enjoyable and I enjoy doing it and I'm sure you guys enjoy listening that's why so many of you are continuing to listen every twice a week but I think that we're all learning something and yeah that's kind of what we're going to talk about today, but we, I'll just start off by uh, asking Nick how his day was. Maybe he made some progress today.
1: Well, today was a pretty busy day. Uh, I would say in the morning time, I, I I did a lot of stuff in the morning time, then things kind of slew down for the rest of the day and then just started working on research and stuff for the podcast. So that's... It was a good day overall. I loved doing the podcast.
0: <laughs> I don't know, man. That sounds kind of boring. You're supposed to inspire people. But uh, I mean, that, that I mean, it, it's a it's a good point, I guess. Sometimes. Well,
1: what did you do today?
0: Oh, I did. I did um uh, amazing things. I I really crushed life today. Well, more about that later. But it's true, though. We talked about it uh, a couple uh, times ago, but. You do have to sometimes do things that you don't want to do, and I mean, well, that kind of today, what we're going to talk about, we don't have someone in particular that we're going to focus on. We don't really have any angle at all. We're kind of just trying to um, have more of a, I guess, conversational uh, podcast today. Sometimes we you you'll you'll see it. There's been like four or five we've had how many how many uh different podcasts have we had so far maybe like 18 19 right
1: yeah well I think I think we've hit 20
0: maybe but like there, there's only been a few where we don't touch on a specific topic or a person and where we try to do more of a philosophical based thing but I think that that's uh, something that we should focus on because there's always a new person to talk about someone else to focus on but something that really makes this podcast special is our you know the lens that we view these people on it's the philosophy it's the the principles the rules the paths that we go down and we use to describe seemingly everyday people or or even uh like magically successful people. And so that's why I kind of what we want to talk about today is just, you know, I don't know, maybe, maybe it's a little bit more personal. Maybe it's a more from our point of view. So I would just uh, ask Nick, what does freedom mean to him? You know, we're the ones teaching you that. So might as well get our own opinion on it.
1: Well, when you ask me what freedom means to me, I feel like our whole our whole show is basically what freedom means to us. Like hitting all of those hitting freedom of finance, action, movement, and thought, if you're able to do all of those, I feel like that's the most freedom you can possibly have.
0: So are you saying that that's what you're achieving, or are you saying that you enjoy teaching people?
1: Oh, alright. So well, the podcast is is like the thing I want to be doing. But all those things are things I'm achieving and working towards or increasing, I guess.
0: So I guess, I mean, the, a podcast in general, just any podcast, it doesn't make you a uh, Elon Musk. It doesn't make you a Jeff Bezos. It doesn't make you a John D. Rockefeller. So obviously there's something more to this podcast. That we're aiming for is so. I mean, I'm just asking you. I mean, I think we're. I mean, I know we're on the same page, but I just want you to kind of tell the people like we're here. I mean, we obviously when you rank. I mean, the whole the whole podcast is about you rank those four principles of freedom, and then you gear it towards your own definition of personal success and freedom. So, I guess I would what we're implying is that f- financial freedom is not one of our main goals. Then, if you had to rank the principles in general, well, I mean, I, for me, I, I well, would, I would, well, I would. Well, if go for it. No, you go for it. You run with it. <laughs> my bad. We,
1: if, if if I had to rank them, I'd probably say my personal favorite, or like the one I find most important, is probably freedom of thought. Uh, I I think just the the ability to think for yourself and do your own things and not really worry about naysayers. I've, one that's important to teach, and also it's important to me, just because that's that's sort of how I got to where I am today by not listening to well, other people and just going based off my. So thoughts, here's
0: why I I agree with my you, ideas. But I, I it may be a different reason. This is I think that freedom of thought is the most important because you could not have freedom of action. You could be working a job that you fucking hate. You could be, not have freedom of movement. You could be busy with your job where you're not able to travel. You're not able to go and try new things and explore the world. That's an option. You might not even be making a lot of money, but if you have freedom of thought, I think you win. Because I think that... I mean, there's a, there's a ton of people that do it. You talk about We've had, talked about immigrants for a few times. I mean, not just immigrants, but people that, even if they were born in the uh, United States or even the Western world at... At that, you know, they might have started out somewhere that was just at a very low place where they didn't have all those other principles behind them. But at the same time, if they had the thought to, one, be satisfied with what they have and be happy in their current situation, because there's people that don't have any of the other three and still are, you know, satisfied with their life, but even more have the thought to break out of that, you know what I mean? cuz there's people there's people that start out at upper middle class, high class. You know, there's I mean, let's not, we're not we don't have to uh, beat around the bush. There's people that start out top tier, top 1% that everyone hates, you know what I mean? And then they'll by the end of their life fall to, you know, actual desperation. So, it doesn't so yeah, I would say that Freedom of thought definitely plays a major role in it because I think freedom of thought is where you you start. Whether you're starting – no matter where you're born into in life, freedom of thought is going to be what keeps you where you're at and helps you go a little bit farther or what takes you from the depths of society and brings you all the way to the top.
1: Well, yeah. uh, like Freedom of thought can help you get the other three freedoms. But like freedom of finance can't help you get freedom of thought. Freedom of thought is like a you thing it's it's a it's a mindset you have to but if i had there to yourself
0: if i had to if i had to speak for our listeners and just people in general i'd say probably freedom of finance would be the most important just because people if you ask someone hey what would you do for a million dollars i think a lot of them would say almost anything so i'd say that most people think that freedom of finance is the most important And then I would say for even action, because there's a lot of people that if you've had good, you know, role models around you, they've said, hey, doing what you love is more important than the money that you make from it. So, you know, finding the right job for you is key. So I'd say that a lot of people put that next. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I I, I would say... But I would still agree that freedom of thought is the most important, and that's maybe something that we're trying to push here is because, you know, regardless of what you're told through society or through family or through your environment, whether someone tells you that, hey, like, this is what you should be focusing on, if you have freedom of thought and you can go out there and uh, create your own life for yourself, I think you win. Because, I mean, if you think about it, you could be a really... And your environment does dictate a lot of what uh, you think. So maybe that's partially what we're trying to push on this show—is you know trying to break away from that. You know what I mean? Because there's there's some there's some there's some environments where you will be pushed. To your you might have a, a, a father or a mother, or you might have a role model or teacher who's telling you, hey. You can be anything you want to be you can do anything you want to be so you already have that preset motivation to go out there and and make your dreams happen but for a lot of people and i would venture to say a majority of people they don't have that role model in their life so they they yeah they just they either don't know what they want to do which a whole is a whole another conversation but they just they don't even have the right uh, guidelines to put them in the right direction. So that's what that's why I think, you know, it's very important to talk about this. But what do you think?
1: Well, uh, I just want to get your opinion on something like, like knowledge. Would you consider that under freedom of thought?
0: Like what kind of knowledge you talking? Book smarts? You talking?
1: Well, just like, and knowledge in I guess for freedom of thought, if you. Ha- for, for freedom of thought, you need to have, like, your own goal or your dream that you want to do. And then you would also need the knowledge to do those things. So, like, whether it's – if it's starting a business, you're going to right. need knowledge in that field. I,
0: I think, I think that it is important because at some point you're going to have to put in some sort of work, right? That at some point – You're going to have to do something that you don't want to do. So when we talk about creating that life that you've always wanted or, you know, uh, just absolutely pursuing that definition of personal freedom. Yeah, we mean that, that your end state and not your long term end state, but your short term should be I'm going to do what I want when I want. But at some point you're going to encounter something that you don't want to do that you're going to have to do on that path so yeah i would say that knowledge probably will come into factor like hey i'm going to need to build this knowledge or whatnot but i mean it's 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 honestly it's a conversation man like i have like that was one of the things i was going to ask you is you know how much time should you put into Doing something that you don't want to do, you know what I mean. So, for knowledge in particular, if we're talking about college, how much time should you put into going to college, or or in in one of the other facets, how much time should you put into job uh, skills, job experience, you know what I mean? Like before you do, just cut loose and start investing 100% into what you want to do you know what I mean that I mean I don't know I don't know what the answer is because there's a lot of people I mean if you want here's the thing like if you want to be a doctor if you want to be a heart surgeon you're going to have to invest an incredible amount of time more than for other things into that you know what I mean you're gonna to have to go to school for eight years that's a fact you know what I mean but If you want to, and if you want to have, if you want to, if you want to have some sort of unique skill, you're going to have to, if you want to be a MMA fighter, you're going to have to invent years and years and years of training for that. But if you want to just be a businessman and you just want to own your own business, it's a way shorter time. So do you need any of those other, uh, schools? Do you need to train? Do you need to go to school for, I don't know.
1: Well, so, oh. We're talking about what freedom means to us. You went to a four-year college. Do you think the college had anything to do with what you're doing now? This is another thing that's
0: very tricky to talk about is we're here now, so did it play a role? It had to have, but was it necessary? I don't know. I think that if you go into college and you spend four years actually trying, Like that means like you can go, you can have fun, you can drink, you can party, you can have the college experience. But if you go and actually invest time into it, then I think it could be beneficial. I don't know. I mean, there's two things. One, I mean, well, I'll just go to my second point because I happen to forget my first point. But the second point is when people talk about the college experience, you know what I mean? like. Why is the college experience supposed to be this fun party atmosphere, right? Like, like, isn't the whole point of college to go and learn something new? Like, if your whole goal was to party, why would you not just save $100,000 and go and party? Like, why do you need to, to take out massive amounts of loans to have the college experience? I think that's kind of radical how it's developed into the college experience has developed into something where it has nothing to do with education whatsoever and entirely to do with having fun or whatever it is.
1: Well, like, uh, I know some people who, who like, they lived close to the their college, but they decided to pay the extra money to stay in a dorm room because it was the college experience. Like, I could see... It, it that's just a complete waste of money. That's, that's not really being smart. That's just, I I don't even know what to call it. it that's just stupid. Right. It's just yeah, dumb. I
0: completely agree. And I think. We talk about mental barriers. I think one of the worst things to happen is, when. They're becomes such a stereotype or such a standard path where it becomes like almost unaccepted to go a different way you know what I mean because I've talked to I've talked to a lot of people about hey like what if you just don't go to college you know what I mean like what if you just don't go to college because if you actually ha- know what you want to do and you know you know the job you want to have it's not worth it to go to college. And it's still they'll be like, ah, no, like, I got to I got to get that degree just in case. Like, what do you mean just in case? Is a degree even worth anything, first of all? And second of all, even if it is, if you know what you want to do, why don't you just go for it? So that's that's one of those mental barriers that I think just really sticks to people. You know, it's just where somebody who totally could forego the entire college experience because they have a unique skill already or they already know the field they want to get into and they're perfectly qualified to go there and they still choose to go to college regardless. That, that kind of gets me. That kind of makes me think like, okay, have you been brainwashed? Have we all been brainwashed?
1: Yeah, I feel like when it comes to that, it's like what you said earlier. That's just the way they're raised. And they, they were taught that they must go to college, even though what they want to do has nothing to do with school at all. I, I feel like that's probably one of the damaging things in society and in our culture right now, is that people, it, it's every, everyone feels like that there's a mold that they must go by. Graduate high school, go to college, get a job, and then retire after when you reach 60 right you know what I mean like a lot of people just have that mindset and what I like or what I, I wonder is do they have that mindset because that's that's what they want or do they have that mindset because that's what they well, think that they must do
0: and this is this is what's very exciting about a conversation like this is are you not molded by your environment you know what I mean so are we not molded by our environment? Was there not something in our past that made us want to be an entrepreneur and live a life of freedom? Like, Can you blame somebody who doesn't want that? Can you? There's people out there who want nothing more than to get a 9-to-5 job and just work throughout their days. And I've talked to multiple people. I've talked to friends of mine that I said, hey, why are you working for someone else's dream? Why are you... Just working for a menial sum of money, and they're just like, I don't care. So, are we not molded by our environment? Or did did you and me, Nick, not get here because uh, maybe something made us, you know, point in this direction? I don't know. And then, and then, the better question is: Is that what this entire show is all about? Is maybe if you did grow up in a society or in an environment where you weren't given that inspiration or that motivation or that direction that you needed is that what not what this show is about is to maybe be that secondary role model to help you go in the right direction
1: well yeah that that's exactly what the show is about it's it's, show, it's to help people and show people that there's other ways to live life and to reach your ultimate happiness really but but like you said you've talked to people who said that like working that 9 to 5 and just having that middle income and just living life like that Well, well I would like to find out and it's it would almost be impossible to figure out it would take lots of research but like were they taught that 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 that's all they need to be happy or were they like like you said it's environment but what in their environment made them like that like was it their parents telling them oh this is all you need to do or was it they didn't get pushed enough to like reach for more I
0: think it's well it's definitely your
1: pa- it's like so, so basically, were they told that that's all they need, or were they not pushed to believe in more? I think your
0: parents delineate what is. They teach you your left and right limits, straight up. That's a fact. And then you could have a few role models instead of your parents that will actually convince you to do something, is the way I, way I would assume that it would be for most people. That's the way it was for me. And then yeah, I mean I that's I, I think that it's entirely has to do with your parents. But so that's that's the issue is so I, I really don't want to get into what you should do as a parent. <laughs> but maybe the maybe the way you should be as a parent is not to say, hey, this is what you should do, because you as a parent know that you're just speaking based on the way you are, and maybe you should try to teach your kid about more. You know what I mean? Because if you just say, "Hey, this is what you need to do to be successful," you have to know as a parent that what you're telling them to do is based entirely off of your own experiences. That's freedom of thought, right there. That's that's ah, we're getting really we're we're getting really into the weeds with freedom of thought, but. That's one, of the, that's one of the points is you have to be willing to know that there's more than even what you know. And this isn't meant to be crazy, but it's cap, the, the Freedom 22 that we haven't talked about. We haven't talked about it in a couple shows, but we've talked about it. The Freedom 22 is you don't know what you're capable of because you don't have the knowledge and the skills yet. And the only way to get that knowledge and to get those skills is by just taking action and going with it blindly in some cases. So for that same, in that same pattern of thinking, if you're a parent and if there's parents listening to the show, maybe you can uh, use this. If you're a parent, maybe you say, hey, well, I was successful, so I know that if they do this, this is what they can be, but I want my kid to be more successful than me, so Try to teach them to do something more than what you've done. There, there is a, there is a, a like a, a study that was done. It says people will do at least as good as they were born into, and they won't go lower. So what that means is that you're never going to like go down in social class. You know what I mean? Because you're you're going to live up to what you're used to. So if that goes to show, like you're they're going to be at least as successful as you usually. But if you're a parent, maybe you want to make them better than you. I, mean, I don't know. That's the way I would look at it.
1: Well, yeah, I feel like that's a lot of parents' goals, to to have their kids be better off than they were. But, but yeah, I, I don't want to tell people how to raise their kids, like Mason said. But is it better to tell them, oh, this is what you need to do to be successful, or push them for I guess more success try to motivate them to do more I mean just
0: it might not even be more success it might be it might be what we're doing here on freedom of power it might be just to fit into their success there's a lot of parents out there. I've talked to a lot of parents, including my own, that say, "Hey, you got to go out there. You got to give your kid as many experiences as possible. You got to put them in as many sports as possible. You got to put them in clubs. You got to put them in the Boy Scouts. You got to put them in, or the Girl Scouts. You got to put them in these clubs. You got to go out and have play. To eat. It's a it's a thing. Because at the end of the day, the I the, the Boy Scouts disclaimer. I the Boy Scouts are awesome. You know what I mean. If you're going to be an Eagle Scout, you're going to go." Change the world, you're gonna go travel the world, that's awesome. But for most people, going to Boy Scout meetings and wearing the little uniform is not cool. So that's just the way I would think that a lot of people would think about it. But at the same time, you gotta give them that option. You gotta give you gotta give them the option. You gotta go put them in that in that sport that they might not want to do. You might want your kid to be a football. It's a, it's a perfect example. I know a lot of people who Everyone wants their kid to be the football star, right? So you, you go put them in football. But you know my bitch ass is only five foot nine, So there's no way my kid's going to be taller than me. So what am I doing? Put them in football. You know it's never going to work out. So why don't you put them in a sport that they might have some potential in? I mean, look at me. didn't it happen to you, Nick. You were playing football. What were your parents thinking? They're not that big. Why are they putting you in football? That's a, That's an absolute
1: injustice they did to you. Well, all right. Eh, when you're in middle school and elementary school, that's a little different. Eh? Playing football then isn't the size differences aren't as drastic as when you get to high school. Well, actually when I got to high school, uh my dad actually told me I shouldn't play football. Did he? he told me I should do wrestling instead because of weight classes and all that Maybe, stuff. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah, he didn't have faith in me. He didn't push me.
0: But you look at people who... I've always... So, this is funny. I've always thought about it. Hey, well, what what's the best sport I put my kid in? I always thought it was golf. You know what I mean? You don't have to... They don't have to be athletic, barely. They don't have to be big. They don't have to be strong. If you put your kid... It, this is my thought. If you put your kid in golf when they're five years old and make them play consistently, they're going to be amazing. Like, how can they not? There's no physical requirements. It's just how much time did you put into it. Uh, that's that. I mean, that's just that's just the something that I thought. I don't know. But you look at people. You look at people who. have done some crazy things. Like on the TED Talks, if you guys ever go and look at TED Talks, which you probably should because there's some very interesting ones. But there's a girl who is like 13 years old giving a TED Talk on like astrophysics or whatever. And her dad made her read textbooks and she was like five years old. What? Why is there this standard where, oh, from the ages of five to 10, they have to read Magic School Bus and then from 10 to 15, they have to read harry potter and then from 15 to 20 they have to live their younger years and just get be allowed to do whatever they want like i don't know what if you what if you
1: well yeah I, i've never really liked like that shit like like if your kid's young like people look at you, or i don't know i feel like a lot of people would look at other parents like why are you pushing your kids so hard they're only 7 years old why are you making them read textbooks you know what I mean yeah like, a lot of people look down on that and I, I just feel like I, I understand you want them to I guess have more fun but I guess in that when you say more fun fun is just a, a matter of perspective It, I don't know, the way I've always looked at it is if a kid grows up reading textbooks, he's going to be reading textbooks for the rest of his life just because that's that's his normal.
0: So, so I did see something today. I, I was looking. I don't know where it was, but I saw something, and it was your kids don't. There, someone was asking, like, how did you teach your kid to like reading? And they were like, your kid doesn't hear you. He imitates you. So the girl was reading a book, it says my kid likes to read a book, therefore, I mean, you're, my kid's imitating me and I'm reading a book, therefore he's going to read a book. And yeah, that's that's it, it, that kind of just resonated with me. I, I don't know, I don't know. I Because it's, it's definitely, there's definitely a dichotomy here because as we talk about freedom, One of the biggest points we'll push, like we did a couple uh, shows ago, was, hey, the most important things to being successful are self-discipline, it's communication slash networking, and it's, uh, what was the third one?
1: You said communication slash networking. It was.
0: Hard work and discipline.
1: I'm blanking on the last one right now, too.
0: But but either way the anyways the point was that those don't have nothing to do with you know education so now we're saying hey what if you just convinced your kid that reading books was a fun thing to do yeah I think it could benefit them but then you look at people like Elon Musk who the dude is crushing life the dude is rich the dude is arguably famous and he's changing the world, but he also sleeps on the floor of his factory to make sure his Teslas are produced on time. So if you're not, if you're doing nothing but work, but you're not enjoying yourself whatsoever, is that, is it worth it? It's a a balance. And I I don't know. It's got to be an individual thing
1: well I, I feel like enjoying your work is one of the m- most important things or or that that goes under freedom of thought like if if you're not happy if if you're working a job and you're not happy doing that job I, I guess you could well, the only way you can get out of it is if you have that mindset where, where you can experience or try new things. I right, do you understand what I'm trying to say? So,
0: so do you think? And now I remember what our third one was. It was confidence. So do you think? Do you think it's a matter of creativity? It's a matter of being so free thinking and so fluid in your thought that you're just. You know, have these crazy ideas, or is it a matter of being just confident enough to take your idea to that next level? Because I think there's a lot of people out there that are massively successful that just had confidence. I know people, I mean, if you, uh, my uncle, to get make it personal, my uncle, he owns a Domino's and he, he, lived the first 30 years of his life doing whatever he wanted to do. I'm not going to talk about whether he was successful or not. But regardless, he owns a Domino's now and all he does is crush life. He, he makes way too much money that he can ever know what to do with and he's just absolutely living the best life he ever could. So I guess what that points to is you don't even need to be massively creative. You could just know, come up with a game plan and then have the discipline and the confidence to execute it, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Is, that, is, is that enough or are we pushing something more to, to be creative? And it goes into another point and you can, you can get way in after this, but another point is do you have a responsibility to do more than just make money? Do you have a responsibility to do more than to just be living your own personal life of freedom? Do you have a responsibility to give back? Do you have a responsibility to do more, like, if you, I would like to think that if you had to rank them for uh, freedom of finance at least it would be, hey, I'm working on Wall Street, I'm making myself $10 million a year Um, crunching numbers on Wall Street is that enough? Or do you owe something more?
1: Well, I I feel like, like, everyone has a responsibility of, in my personal opinion, I feel like everyone should have the responsibility of making themselves happy. Like, at least trying to accomplish your, your goals and dreams, rather than just, just, like, if you focus on, like you said, Wall Street, if you're just doing that all the time, Yeah, you're making lots of money, but do you have a responsibility to, I guess, enjoy your life more? And this is assuming that they don't, like, super enjoy working on Wall Street. Like, do they have the responsibility to, I guess, travel more or work a little less, but you make a little less money, but you're doing more hobbies that you enjoy?
0: So one of the biggest issues that I have had with teaching people just in person the philosophies and the the philosophies and the principles of freedom and power just just trying to kind of impart what we do on the show to people in our personal life is they'll come back with well I'm doing what I want to do like what I don't want money well I'm just working hard I'm giving back You know what I mean? Like they have, they, (coughs) they constantly, (coughs) my bad, they constantly come up with, I don't even want to say excuses because they might be right, but they come back with like, hey, don't tell me I'm not doing, don't tell me I'm not doing what I want to do because I am. So is that, is that a matter of just pride where they're not willing to admit that they should be making a change to do something more? Is
1: that what it is? Well, I feel like I feel like a lot of people that's what they that's what they really do enjoy. Like some people really enjoy their nine to five job and like if you're an accountant and you love the numbers and all that, you're gonna be doing that all the time. You're gonna be happy doing that. But I could also see how some people I guess could get defensive and think that you're trying to bring their life down, but I, I in reality we're just we're just here to help the listeners and people we talk to in person, we're just trying to help people to be happier.
0: But what if you're just as a person trying to make that decision on your own? Like there's a lot of people. There's a lot of there's a lot of you I mean, not just a lot of you listening but people in life in general who have a number of responsibilities or prior commitments that you care about. So then where do we draw the line to say, hey, like this isn't what you want to do. You need to make a change to pursue what you want versus, hey, I'm just taking care of a responsibility or I'm just, you know, I'm working hard to do what I want to do right now. Because you might enjoy what you do. You might enjoy it. But where, how do you make that delineation between, hey, I'm doing something that I don't hate. I like it. And I'm also providing for my family to where, hey, I should make a massive change to pursue something that's totally new that's like maybe a dream that I've always had, but I just, I've just i always thought of it as something that was never, not attainable. But now, now that I'm listening to the show, I'm like, hey, well, if you're asking the question, if you could do anything in the world right now, what would it be? I'm telling you it's this, but it's not what I'm doing now. Where do we go from there?
1: Well, yeah, if you ask someone that question and they say something that they're not doing now, from our standpoint, the only thing we can do is try to convince them to, to go for it, to like you, they have the idea of what they want to be doing. So why not go for it and try that idea? And I feel like a lot of people, they're just scared to take the risks to go do it or, or it's, or they, it's, they don't have the mindset of like, just, they don't have the go for it mindset. They don't have the they don't have like the the idea of I should try to do it. Their idea is just, oh, I'm making enough money, I can have just a simple life.
0: So I, I think two things. One, I think that the direction that this show is going to point, or at least one of the focuses that we might have in the future is to discuss those types of people, the people that, how do I make a change? It's not like I am I have a wife and kids or I have a husband and kids. I have a job, that's a good job. What do I do now to move in the right direction? And we talk about it, we talk about, hey, well, when you're at home, after you get back from work, invest an hour, two hours a night into, into your own dreams and your own uh, definition of freedom. That, that's an easy way to do it is hey well if you if, if you can't just cut yourself off completely and invest a hundred percent of your time which is fine and you shouldn't do it if you have responsibilities then go ahead and just take it piece by piece by piece and I think that that I think that that's one of the things that we're gonna have to focus more on because the, what we do what we do a lot on the show Nick and this is just for you this isn't for our listeners is one way that we, we do need to improve is, we do talk about Elon Musk, we talk about Jeff Bezos, we talk about these kinds of people, and that's not the case for the majority of people in this world, it's not, you can't just pull, you can't just pull an Elon Musk, you can't, you can't pull a Jeff Bezos and quit your job, travel across the world, and risk everything you own and love on a dream. It's just not, it's not feasible. So then where do you go from there? But I still think there's a multitude of things that you can do. I I, I mean, we're doing it. We're, there's people that I know that I've personally talked to that are doing it. I've I've talked to multiple people and I've convinced them and I've changed their lives and I've told them, hey, well, let's start off, let's make a schedule. What's every week, instead of just working a job and making money and just living this Continuous circle of just life. What if every week we accomplish something? What if every week we made a gain on our on our dreams? And then who knows where we'll be three years, five years from now? Because I that's that's another big thing is people think that it's going to happen suddenly, but it's not. How many of you out there are willing to invest? Five years one hour a night one hour a night for five years and to see what happens then I don't know if a lot of people are
1: well uh, uh, a lot of people wouldn't do that just because five years sounds like a long time but five years in an average life is I think mid-70s that's less than 10% of your life and could Possibly be life changing or make you
0: wait, wait, wait. Go back. You said five years puts you in your mid 70s. So if you're 70, you put you say it again. All
1: right, putting in five one hour a night for five years, people think, Oh, five years sounds like a long time, but if you're living into your mid 70s, that's less than 10% of your life,
0: right? Yeah, no, you're in town, so. Good.
1: So like if you can think about putting only, it's less than six percent of your life because you're only putting in one hour a night. So so you're you're putting just this tiny bit of time into your life into making yourself happier, and you make the you make thirty or forty more years on your life just that much better. I feel like that's worth it. I feel like. But a lot of people don't think that five years is worth the work, that extra work.
0: Well, I'll just give two examples. One being Bronson, the guy who owns the Virgin Company. And he didn't, he was never, he was not successful until his, I want to say 40s. Because he owned, he worked for a record company, which you guys might not know what that is, but they're the big vinyl uh, CDs. Every most people probably know, but he did that, and then he worked his way up to buying one, then he bought two stores, and then he started his own record label, and then ended up signing one fame. I don't even, I don't even know who it was. I want to say it was the Beatles, but it might not even have been them he just got one decently famous band to play for him and then that blew up and then he made the next step and the next step and the next step and now he's in his 80s maybe and he's uh, has like 8 billion dollars in the bank which who even wants 8 billion dollars you know what i mean so if if you think it's not possible like this guy didn't even start to lose 40 and there's even other people you look at um um Han Solo, right? You know what I'm talking about. Everyone knows what I'm talking about.
1: And it's uh I don't uh, know where you're going with this, but I am excited to hear it.
0: Yeah, yeah. Every, I mean you might have seen it you might have seen it. It was a story going around, but Han Solo, he was hanging doors. First of all, I don't even know what that means, hanging doors. Is that even a job anymore? Alright, right, well,
1: hold up. Han solo? Like from Star Wars or Yeah. He was hanging doors. Right. Oh, all right. He, uh, you're talking about Harrison Ford. Yes. God <laughs> damn it. I, <laughs> this whole time. But, but, I thought you were making a Star Wars reference this whole time, but so you're talking about the actual actor Harrison Ford. All right. Okay.
0: Right. But but so I do that though to prove a point. One one I just forgot his name. And <laughs> but, <I know. laughs> but, but two He's known more by his fake name than his real name. How crazy is that? But Harrison Ford, he was hanging doors. And while he was hanging a door, like someone came up to him and was like, Hey man, the actor that's supposed to be playing Han Solo is sick. So we need someone to role play his lines for the other actors that we're trying out for whatever the other roles were. All right, man. He did so good that they hired him on the spot, and he became Han Solo. You know, and this mid thirties, maybe when he when he even and when you look at when you look at Harrison Ford now, people think that he was just. He must have been starting when he was five years old, like all the other actors, because he just is that successful. No, man, no. It, 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 you could, you could, it, you could start in your mid to late forties. You could start at a normal retirement age and still achieve anything you ever wanted. So, it, it the point is, don't, don't ever stop. Don't ever give up and don't ever think you're too old because there's someone listening to this show right now that's like 39 years old, he's got two kids, she's got two kids, and they're like, oh, well, I'm just, I'm creeping on the end of my career. I'm going to just retire and play out the rest of my life. Why? One of the things, because the point of this show is you're doing what you love, so even if you are retired, if you're doing what you love, why not go for it? Just take that risk and just enjoy yourself. And usually what comes with enjoying yourself is, is success. And then for just for another example, that's what I believe it was. It was someone in the show, the men who built America, but what he talked about was don't think about money, just think about winning, think about being the best and the money will follow. You, that's the one of the biggest issues I think that people have today is they talk about what can I do to make this money. Their only goal is that money. They they, they don't they completely overlook the action, the job, the lifestyle. They just entirely look at what's the result of the money, and it, it and then some screwing them in the long run. the The first thing is find something that you love, and then pursue it with all of your energy and it's going to be much less energy because it's something that you actually love and then the success will follow. That's the way I look at it.
1: Yeah, no, that's the way we both look at it. And that's, that's what the show's... That's part of what the show's based off of doing the thing you love and that's where freedom of finance comes in. What do you think freedom of finance would... Do you think it it plays a role? Like, do you, do you think someone needs to be rich for freedom of finance, or what do you think about that?
0: I don't think it does at all. What I think freedom of finance means, I think I think freedom of finance actually is the lowest principle that we have, and we a lot of people we talk about they would assume that it was the the most important principle because the lot of the uh, shows we've had the principle has been someone who was. Rich, So, therefore, they think, well, freedom of finance must be very important, but I don't think it is because if you're doing what you want and you're able to travel and experience what you want and you're able to have a mindset where you're loving what you do and just always moving forward in a positive manner, I think the, the, the money comes last. I think the only thing the money really is for is do I have enough money to Support myself, support the people that I care about, my family and my friends, and to have enough money to where I'm not just struggling. So if you're so if you're going to be if your goal is to be a painter, then you have to balance your principles differently because f- finance is going to be one of your least successful principles. You're going to probably fail for many years on the finance perspective. So, but if your other principles are are fulfilled enough to where you don't care about the money then go for it go ahead and be poor and live out of a studio with five other people and make no money but if you're truly living up to your definition of freedom go for it and that's that's something that's a personal decision but if you're just a normal person who's trying to balance these principles then I would say freedom of finance isn't that important it's just do I have enough and if you have enough then now i can start focusing on these other principles
1: you know what i mean yeah well like like in the in past episodes we've talked about like rich people elon musk jeff bezos it, it doesn't matter someone who is rich and and a lot of people may see those episodes as freedom of finance episodes but i feel like what's most important out of those episodes that we talk about is is how they're doing something that they want to do something that they have a passion for. And, and the money followed afterwards. Yeah. They built a business so they could make money off of it, but they're still doing what they want to do. Like Elon Musk, like he was into uh, rockets. He, he wanted to go to space. He, he wanted to do that whole space exploration. So one he he still makes money off of it but also he's doing what he wants to do and that that's the important thing out of all those episodes about the rich people we've talked about very rarely are they not doing something that they want to do
0: I don't know I don't know any episode that we've talked about where it was somebody that solely made I, we haven't had that episode yet we have not which we'll probably have to have one now in the future just to play devil's advocate but we have not yet had an episode where someone was just super rich but just was like I fucking hate what I'm doing like there's not been a case that Bill Gates I don't think he planned to be rich I think that his he was a computer nerd who just loved computers and loved doing that and that's what he did I think that Steve Jobs his entire passion was just creating new things because you look at it, you see when he got fired, he did Pixar. He his goal was to just do what he loved. And I don't even know if he how much freedom I thought he had. I think he might have been kind of a nerd, but he did. He was just doing what he loved. You look at <coughs> You look at Elon Musk doing what he loved. You look at throw out some I mean we've we've done so many episodes. You look at all these people We've talked about they're just doing what they love and the money followed and that that I think is the key. It's got to be that when you do what you love you have the passion, the energy and the drive to be extra in it. You have the, the ability to push it to the next level and that's why you're successful is because you found something that you're willing to push that extra mile for.
1: Well, and, and another thing is when people find something that they love to do and they say, oh, there's no money in it, that's the problem, There, in today's society, there's a way to monetize anything, really. Like, if you have a passion for painting, you can do all the painting you want to do and not make any money. You may not sell it at all. You may just do it just because you love it, but you could teach painting as well. Make some money there. So... I feel like, I feel like in almost any hobby that someone loves to do, they could easily monetize it. So now they're getting that freedom of finance, they can live off of that and also be doing what they love to do.
0: I think you're right. I think that freedom of finance is the easiest to attain nowadays. It definitely is. It it 100% is. You can, you can definitely monetize anything. You've, we've we've thrown the stats at you before. If you have, if you convince fifty people a month to pay you hundred dollars a month, what's that? Five thousand dollars a month. That's more than a lot of people make. So if you can find something that just can make fifty people pay you money for, and it doesn't have to be. It, it's not like how it used to be where you were scamming them. It, you can genuinely provide a product for somebody and push them in the right direction and make money off it. With Fifty people. There's, I mean, there's stats out there that there's there, there's seven billion people out there in the world. I mean, there used to be seven. What is there now? What's the new amount of people that there are?
1: Uh, I think it's like seven point four.
0: Seven seven I'm gonna check it out right now. That's seven million My calculator doesn't even go to seven billion, so we'll go with seven hundred million divided by fifty. It's it's an astronomically small number of people that you need to you need to convince to to buy into your product, and the, the the products out there are getting so much better. That's that's something that I've really noticed a lot recently. Is the products aren't just shit. It's not just well, you should buy my brand of paper towel over this brand. No, people are actually coming out with interesting products. It's 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 we're in a creative generation as this as the as. Uh, the market turns from a product-based market to a service-based one. People are providing services more and more. And then it's – so now people are coming out there and providing something that's unique and something that's interesting that uh, really takes it to the next level. And that's something that interests me a lot.
1: Yeah, and uh, uh, before we finish off the episode, I, I just want to ask you, Mason, we've gotten a little – over our episode length, this episode. But out of the four freedoms that we have listed, rank them from easiest to hardest, in your opinion. Like, the, just straight up your opinion. I
0: would say freedom of movement, freedom of thought, freedom of action, freedom of finance. But, uh, is and that, that hardest
1: left, to easiest, or? Hardest
0: to easiest. But I would say that so, just based on. Outside resources necessary to achieve it. I would say that freedom of thought is the easiest just because it all has to do with you. But I would say that freedom of movement is easier because you could get a job that supports your basic needs and allows you to have the ability to move around and go explore and go. There's a ton of people. There's always people that are like, ah, I'm either not going to go to college or I'm going to go to college, but I'm going to stay. If you stay single, and you don't get married, you don't have kids. You can work pretty much any job and have enough money to go and travel. So if freedom of movement is that, then I'd say freedom of movement is the easiest. And then freedom of thought should be the easiest because it relies on nobody else. But I think it's harder in today's society to achieve that level of thought because of just how many different you know regulations are put on, The way of thinking we have today there's just anywhere you look there's somebody trying to tell you how to live your life so i think freedom of thought is more difficult but it definitely requires (coughs) it definitely requires less involvement from other people and then freedom of action to do a job that you really love to do it takes a little bit of work i still think it's easy but it does take some work because you might just be in a position where you have to work a job you don't love. And then freedom of finance, the hardest because – or the easiest.
1: Well, <laughs> and this is well, all right, this is how I would rank them. I would say easiest is freedom of finance. I, I feel like I, to make enough money in order to do what you love to do or or monetize the thing you love doing, I feel like that's the easiest and. Once you have that, that makes freedom movement pretty easy. And, and then the reason why I think freedom, action, and thought are the hardest is just changing the way you think or changing your mindset, I feel like is one of the toughest things someone could do. And then another thing is actually taking action, having the confidence in yourself to actually take that action is also a very hard thing to do. Right. and.
0: So I, I understand your point and that's why it's it's interesting that we talk about this is because even us who were straight partners, we I know more about Nick than anybody and we're still having we still can't line up on the way we want those principles to line up. So what's interesting about that is that that's exactly what we talk about every day is, you have to determine what your definition of personal freedom is and then you're going to rank those principles on your own and balance them and put different amounts of effort into each one of them to where you want to be on a personal level that's that's the most interesting part is even me and him who we basically are on the same path we basically have the same goals we still see them differently so if we see them differently you're going to too and you know what that means if You're going to see them differently than us. And I'm going to see them differently from him. You're going to see them differently from your boss. You're going to see them differently from your parents. You're going to see them differently from your professor. It's going to be different for everyone. And that's where it comes back to this freedom of thought where you can't base your life on somebody else. It has to be all on you. And it's a lot of responsibility to pick up because it's very easy to to sit there and say, well, this is what... I was told this is, I was told that this is what I have to do to be successful. So I'm just going to blindly follow it. So I don't have to think. Yeah. that. Yeah. That's, that's easy. But what's going to happen is you're going to end up 60 years old, regretting that you didn't live a life that was different. So right now it's going to be the hardest thing you ever do, but also the easiest you're going to, you need to sit down and say, what do I want? What, what do I want? And then once you, do that, then you can start to decide, how do I get there? And then that's that's where we come in, is we're going to teach you how to get there. And then, then as you continue on that path, you're going to be like, oh, well, what about this, this and this? Because there's a million roadblocks in place to stop you from getting there. And then we'll teach you, okay, well, what about this, this, we'll teach you the different paths, the different things you can do to change, you know, to overcome those obstacles. It's it's just a it's just a it's just a it's a continuous it's a continuous action it's it's continuous and we said it takes could take up to five years to fully uh, achieve that goal so it's going to continuously evolve and continuously change and I think that's one of the hardest things that people have today one of the hardest um, things people uh, can understand is it's a continuous process it's not a quick fix it's not a month long process it's not a six month long process it's a year long process it's a five year long process so you're just going to have to point yourself in the right direction and start moving that's that's all I have for for now
1: yeah that's all we've got for this episode. It-
0: and you could you, you guys can you guys can uh, start to get involved every day, not just twice a week. You can start. You can follow our Facebook page. we we keep saying this. We're going. We're we we have started. We're we're going to release a private Facebook group where we can talk throughout the week, and we'll just continuously move in the right direction. But yeah. We're gonna do that. We're gonna to continue to release episodes. We're gonna continuously push new ideas and try to start new ventures. And who knows where we'll be in the next five years? Who knows where you'll be? But hopefully, we've all made the same amount of gains. Because it's as it's easy and it's possible. All it takes is a little bit of effort. But yeah, guys. Thank you, and uh, we will talk to you next time.
1: Talk to you guys later.